This episode of the podcast is brought to you by saying words in like a weird voice. Hello, Bapple, Elliot. History isn't here yet. It's coming, but we got here early this time. Maybe this time we can be ready for it. We can take it on our own terms. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that had a late night milking party. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Zach. Oh, college. Uh, <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to talk about First Cow. A24. A24 back in it. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, honestly, my least favorite A24 film. I did not like this movie at all. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I liked parts of it. Yeah, there's certain like aspects of it, but overall, like... Mm. All right, let's get in. Yeah. Like, let, give us the rundown, and then uh, and then we can really get into it. But I agree. Like, honestly, like definitely, like in the lower tier of a twenty two a twenty four films. So, first cow came out in two thousand nineteen. It was directed by Kelly Richard. You have John Magaro who plays Cookie Figowitz. You have Orion Lee who plays King Lou. You have Toby Jones who plays Chief Factor, kind of the antagonist, and a stellar performance. By Daniel Day Lewis as Eve <laughs> the cow, <laughs> pitch perfect. The man really sank into the role. Um, and uh, this is like a really strange kind of weird plot. But yeah. basically, it's like I think it's like the early 1800s. Yes. And uh, basically, there's like this baker who is kind of like with these fur trappers. I guess is what mm-hmm. they are. And I guess like his job is like you get assigned to this crew. They go out and trap fur, and your job is to feed them. Yeah. And that's his job. And then, like, once they make it back to where, like, they get, you know, they go from point A to point B. And once they get to point B, he's done with them. And then he goes and tries to find another crew, and that's how he makes his living. Mm-hmm. So they finish they finish their job, and then he's just kind of sitting around at town. And he ends up meeting this Chinese man, and they end up starting a business of baked goods. Yes. Um, and there's more to it, but that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh... The cow doesn't show up until like an, an hour, hour in. in and is only in it for like 20 minutes. Like not. Yeah. Like maybe not even that like collectively. Yeah. The the trailer really painted more of like this like heartwarming like, you know, this bond between a man and a cow and like making baked goods and like a really wholesome story. Yeah. And that's kind of not what the film is. No. So let's talk about what we liked. Yes. Um, The framing of the film. Yeah, a lot of great shots, a lot of great looking shots. The gradation of it, too. Yeah. Like, really cool, just setting it back to, like, the 1800s. Yeah, the cool, like, aspect ratio, that real boxy, mm-hmm. uh, as- kind of looks like uh, the lighthouse, you know, like yeah. that similar boxy aspect ratio I thought was cool. Um, the beginning had me very intrigued yes. when the girl finds the two bodies. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. This is going to play a part. Yeah. But then I was also looking at her and I was like, wow, your clothes look really new for 1800s. Right. And she wasn't, though, in the 1800s, yeah. clearly. That was obviously in the future. Yeah. Um, kind of strange, though, that the bodies were just like so close together. Not, no, not so close together because it makes sense, like, mm-hmm. once you get to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, that they just weren't really buried that deep. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like three inches underground. Well, it kind of makes it seem like they... They just weren't buried at all. Yeah, they uh, just kind of, like, laid there and nobody ever found them. Yeah. Um, So, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I thought the performances, f- for the most part, were decent. I liked everybody in it. I mean, the like, King Lou kind of, like, 
annoyed me a little bit. Yeah. But that's just because, like, he kept rambling on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, like, the acting was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, when they actually, like, come up with, like, their idea to, like, go and milk the cow at night, I thought that was, like, a, a fun idea of, yeah. like, okay, this is how we're going to get everything. Yeah, and I like the idea of them stealing the milk and then using the milk to then feed the man whose cow it really is. I'm yeah. like, okay, that's pretty, like, that's pretty, like, unique. Mm-hmm. The issue, though, is, in my opinion, there's almost no conflict in this movie. Well, there is, but it's not until, like, the last half an hour. Yeah, and, like, once you get to that point, mm-hmm. the conflict itself doesn't really seem like that big of a deal. No, because it's literally like, you were stealing my milk to feed me. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, it doesn't really make sense. So, like, the issue that I had was, like, okay, so, look, there's a lot. Look, this movie is a slow burn. Oh, yeah. This is a boring movie. And I went in being like, you know what? I'm ready for it. Like, I'm into the boring movie stuff right now. Yeah. Let me just enjoy, basically, a documentary. Right. And, and like, she starts off, Kelly, the, you know, the Mm -hmm. director, she... She starts off by pretty much, like, from the first shot, like, letting you know, like, this is going to be the pace of the movie. Yes. Like, the boat. The boat going, mm-hmm. just going and going and, like, until it almost leaves the entire screen and you're just like, okay, like, I understand, like, okay, this is going to be a slow film. Yeah. And I'm fine with a slow film. I like, I like slow movies. I like slow burns. Mm-hmm. But this movie was really testing yeah. my fucking patience. <laughs> <laughs> like, I almost felt kind of a Call Me By Your Name vibe to this. I thought it was worse than Call Me By Your Name when well, it comes to... Because it's funny that you mentioned that because that was a reference that I was going to bring up. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of just being with the characters. Yeah. My issue with this movie is that, like, with Call Me By Your Name, I was at least invested to the characters Mm -hmm. in this movie i didn't feel like that really like strong connection with the characters nor did i really feel that strong connection with them like their 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 relationship with one another like it didn't feel it natural it felt less of like friends and more of like i'm a businessman and you're kind of like being used as my cook yeah and but they're but they're trying to frame it as like oh these are really good friends yeah and even the connection between Cookie and the cow yeah isn't as heartwarming as I thought it would no be. and like, that could have thought... that could have really been something right yeah. like and you just get nothing out of it I mean he you you see him milk the cow a few times and he talks to her for like yeah two seconds like <laughs> that's why like the first time I was like okay cool like you know a, a relationship is yeah. starting to build but then like at the very end when like they're on the run. Cookie just like looks at the cow one last time <laughs> in a horrible twig frame to like keep it penned in and then just goes. Yeah. And it's like not even like a like a pet or like a thank yeah, you or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um the biggest thing that I have against this film, and I don't know if it was the same way for you, like watching it, this movie is incredibly dark. Like when night It's really hard hits. to see. <laughs> So turn so off like, all the lights you have to like <laughs> literally I, I have like blackout curtains and I couldn't see anything. So I was like, OK, let me put like my blackout curtains down. Yeah. And then I still couldn't see anything. And then I was like, OK, well, the, the light to the fish is on. So let me turn that <laughs> off. And I was like, nope, still can't see anything. I was like, OK, let me close my door and turn off the light then. Yeah. Still can't fucking see anything. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because half this movie is in dark. Yeah, I know. And part of me is like. 
like the film critic is in, in me is like, oh, well, you know, like it's building like the atmosphere of like they didn't have lights. Right. So, it so it, makes it's sense. very, yeah, it, it's very realistic. Yeah. But then it's also like I'm watching a movie and I can't see what's going on. Yeah. Like it's fine for like one or two scenes, but literally half the movie yeah. is in It's really hard black. to see. I agree. I, I had to shut off all my lights and close my curtains. Mm-hmm. And um, even like when he's milking the cow, like you can't see anything. <laughs> like I see the one light from the house in the background yeah. <laughs> and that's it <laughs> um my my biggest issue with the movie was surprisingly just the lack of adversity that these characters had to go through so like yeah. they so cookie is like this like baker just trained baker right mm-hmm. and it's like okay that's fine that's cool and he ends up make you know they get the they get the milk they end up making the biscuits for the first time and and king is like oh wow that's like these are great like we should maybe try to sell these Within 13 seconds of them setting up, they completely sell out. Yeah. And immediately they're like, just like the hit of the town and they're, mm-hmm. and, they, and they just keep coming back and they're just like so successful right away. And there's no, there's no struggle for these characters. Yeah. Almost, there's literally almost no struggle for these characters throughout this entire movie. Yeah. They literally like went from zero to a hundred right yeah, away. Yeah, right away. And then like, again, like. There's there's potentially there's so many scenes or there's so many things that you could have done where mm-hmm. like your characters have to face adversity. Like he when when Cookie gets his head hit, when yeah. he hits his head hard and he and he wakes up in that cabin and he walks outside and there's wolves out there. Yeah. Okay, this could be something. Yes, he, he can't just leave. he just turns around and goes back to sleep. Yes. He just he turns around, <laughs> goes back inside, shuts the door and goes to sleep and yeah, you're like, like no fight or anything right, like that. All right. Like I guess that was something. Um <laughs> You know, and then same deal with like um, with King when he's like when he's hiding from the guys who are trying to find him and yeah. like the guy goes to pee by the tree where the money's hanging. Mm-hmm. OK, this could be something. Maybe they find the money. Maybe maybe he bum rushes them. Right. Something. Nope. He just pees and walks away and then he just grabs the money and leaves. And it's like there is no character struggles in this movie yeah. except for the simple fact that they just keep running away. There is like 1.2 like the I think like the second or third day when there's a line forming and they run out and the old man like cuts the kid. Yeah, and that kid like and then just looks at them like dude, what the fuck and then walks just leaves. away. But they could have had an opportunity where Cookie's like, "Hey, wait a second. Here's one on the house. Like, I had it for me. Yeah. Like, could have had something where it's like, okay, we have this development for Cookie. Yeah. Because he really doesn't say a lot. Mm-mm. But he is the one character in this that, like, I sympathize the most. Yeah. Because he's just kind of, like, a good guy. He's, he's, like, the most genuine. King Lou is more so kind of like a scumbag. I don't know if I'll call him a scumbag. He's just, like, got these, like, ideas. He's like, I want to be a businessman. I want to be successful. We have to, like, create a business and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it comes off more of, like, again... He's more of he's more about the money while yeah. while uh Cookie's Cookie more, is more the like art. the passion yeah and exactly so like that's that's like a cool dynamic mm-hmm. but like again it's not really explored like yeah. they they never have like a like an internal struggle with each other yeah like they never have like a conflict with one another of like him trying to be like this you know this like no like I'm so passionate about my bakery like I I love to like make these goods and then and then King Lou is like. I know that you are, but we need to fucking make a lot of money off mm-hmm. of these. So, like, you know, whatever. Like, there's just, I don't know, man. There's just, like, no struggles. Yeah. I mean, even, too, like, towards the end, like, after they get caught that they were using the milk and, like, they're on the run. And then the next day, um, Lou goes back to his house and gets the money. And then Cookie finds his way back. And you have this look where it's like, okay, he's got the money. And it could have been something, too, where it's like, oh, King Lou was going to, like, leave him. Right. 
But then they immediately hug and they're like, no, no, we're fine. Yeah. Like they just find each other. Yeah. Like, I thought you left. I thought you left. No, of course not. Yeah. Okay. Let's Here we go on our going. journey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> like I, I could have had like some conflict in it, but again, too, I'm, I'm kind of like torn where it's like, you know, this is more or less like a documentary and this is more or less like kind of like a description of how people lived in the 1820s, yeah. like trying to like survive. Yeah. And with that, like, I, I liked the movie because, like, it's this very quaint kind of, like, old school film. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has, like, a small Western vibe to it, mm-hmm. which I know you like, but, like, it, it didn't poke through enough. No. And then you have, like, Chief Factor, mm-hmm. who, like, is, like, this wealthy guy. He just owns the land that's yeah, there, I think. Yeah, and, and he's got, like, this really, like, you know, up, he's, like, really big house and whatever, and he and then he tastes one of the biscuits and is like, oh, I want to hire you as my baker. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, that's cool, because yeah. he's having, like, a guest come over and he makes this, this like, weird cake thing, this mm-hmm. blueberry cake thing, and, and it's like, okay, cool, like, nice. Uh, and that could have been cool, too, where it's like, oh, like, here, have some milk, and then they taste the milk, and then they taste the cake, and it's like, oh, this tastes really similar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no exactly. There's literally like no <laughs> like the only the only struggle that they find is like is when they get caught stealing. Mm-hmm. And it also they don't even get caught really. They don't well they do, but like it doesn't make sense to me as to like how like I don't know if I really buy immediately that they knew that it was King Lou and Cookie that were stealing the milk. Mm-hmm. I mean like they're like, oh, someone's been stealing your milk, and immediately he's like, cookie, <laughs> or like whatever, fig, fig, whatever, yeah. figowitz, figowitz. Because <laughs> like, I, I, I do buy it just because it's like, you have this baker who is making all these pastries using milk, but they like, don't know that though. That's the thing is like he never says like, oh, like the secret ingredient. Like the only thing they that they ever say is King Lou is like, oh, it's like a like an ancient Chinese like. It's like a family secret recipe or yeah. whatever. Like the guy never says like, "Wow, these taste like like." There's something about these that are like so like milky or whatever. Like there's no like yeah. There's no there's never it's never said that that they're using milk like you know the milk to bake, and then like these guys are like, "Wow, these taste like they they actually have milk in them or something." Mm-hmm. Like there's never that being said. Yeah, but like most people that bake know that you have to add milk to most. Most things. people do. Yeah, but a lot <laughs> of people us. don't really seem educated. <laughs> Most of them are just travelers. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, because like, it's the only cow that's there. Yeah, that's so, true. But again, too, who's to say, like, oh, somebody else isn't also coming in the middle of the night. Right. And stealing the milk. And, like, you, it took you that long to realize, like, oh, I'm getting all these baked goods that are delicious and I love them so much. And my cow isn't producing any milk. And when she does, it's very, very little. Mm-hmm. You could make that like you could have made that correlation a long time ago. Yeah. Opposed to like when when you finally realize that somebody's stealing the milk, because what else? Okay, if you're re- <laughs> what else could it be? Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Because like you're saying, you know, like the argument is that you, what you're saying is like obviously they need they need milk to make baked goods. Mm-hmm. So then that correlation should have been made way before they found they were found stealing the milk. Yeah, like right when he first tasted. The right. Cake. It'd be like, oh, there's milk in these. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, yeah. <laughs> but maybe like he was. I don't know. Maybe he's just blind at that point of like, ah, fuck it. I just want a cake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. It's the 1820s. Yeah. And like Chief uh, Factor isn't really much of an antagonist. No. He's just more of like a person that lives there. Yeah. Like there's really that. that honestly, that's what I keep going back to is that like there's no real like conflict in this movie. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of like the ending, I guess. Well, I I wonder because like obviously Cookie died from a concussion. Mm-hmm. But what did King Lou die from? So I mean that's what I my 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 thing is like that kid that was cuz like here's here's another issue that I have, right? Mm-hmm. Like they keep they kind of kept going back to that kid who like wasn't able to get that biscuit in line. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to like I guess mm-hmm. he works for Chief Factor. And yeah. like lives on the land there, and they kept like cutting back to him while they were running away, mm-hmm. and like he ended up like tracking them down. It seemed, but he never did anything. He just like was there, and he like watched them steal the milk. He saw them steal the milk, and then like didn't do anything. He's like he's like a throwaway character, basically. Yeah. But then Cookie, yeah, I guess Cookie dies of a concussion, which makes and sense. And then King Lou, I guess, just lays next to him, and I have I have to imagine that you know either that kid mm-hmm. went up and just shot them both. And then they just took their gold or whatever or their silver and then and left. Or the group of men found them and, and we, you know, found them in the middle of the night or whatever and just killed them right there and just, like, walked away. I mean, you don't really get a conclusive ending, which I'm fine with. Like, yeah. I like the idea of, like, what happened, how, how you know, how did they die. But I don't know if I necessarily buy that kid being the one that killed them. Yeah. Because, like, that like would have no... – if they showed that, I would have been – like, that That would have made this movie – this movie's like a 4.5 for me, <laughs> and that, that would have made it a 2. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, like, if that's the kid, if that's the character that you're going to choose to – uh, to to take out your your two protagonists mm-hmm. is like this throwaway character that literally I don't even know if he even got a name or I don't even know if he has even like a piece of dialogue in the movie. Uh, no, I don't think he says anything. Mm-hmm. Right, he's just like he's just a face. Yeah, and and then he just uh, he just you're gonna have him be the one that like kills them. Like I don't I don't know. There's just so much about this movie that I feel like was like a misstep and so many missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. But I really like the idea. Yeah, the but, idea like, is fun, and the trailer makes it look fun. Yeah, and like you're with these characters, and like that you know the pay, you know, the first hour mm-hmm. when you're just like with them, like building a fire and whatever. Like I'm fine with that yeah. because I like I like movies where that where like there's like a character meditation when you're with them. But again, like. I don't feel that bond. So like I'm I'm watching these characters do like just do things, but I also just don't really care about them. So like I'm not interested in like their daily lives. Yeah. Because again, I came here to to watch like the big good story and mm-hmm. that really doesn't happen until the last hour. Mm-hmm. And even that it's like 20 minutes of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just I don't know, man. Like, yeah, no. I again like like you said, I feel like this was a big missed opportunity. Yeah. And the trailer really painted it as a different movie. Yeah. And I, I feel like if they went the route of what the trailer was doing, it could have been like this really lighthearted, like really fun film about just making baked goods with a cow. Yeah. Because I thought that they owned the cow. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it's like, all right. I thought that they did do because I knew that it was like, oh, well, like there's one cow on this little whatever part of the land mm-hmm. that they're on. I thought that they like were gonna. Tr- I thought they were gonna like try to scrounge up enough money to then make buy the cow and then use that cow to make make big goods and yeah. then like then their story is like beginning right, but you, you no they don't buy the cow they steal the milk and they I don't know and again just I just keep going back to like they just they don't face any problems yeah. really like throughout the entirety of the movie so it's just like. They're making baked goods. They're sitting. They're selling, and then <laughs> they're good. <laughs> and then and then they get caught stealing the milk, and then they get killed. It's just like ugh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I know. That's I why was, like, I was actually really disappointed. I texted my girlfriend after this, and I was like, <laughs> like this. I was like, I fucking. I was like, I was so because she really wanted to see it, mm-hmm. and I was like, you don't want to watch this. I'm like, listen, you, I like slow burns, and this movie, it's not for me. No. And if it's not for me, it's definitely not for you. Mm-hmm. That's um, why, like, out of like, because it's an A24 film. And I have to like like a majority of the stuff. 
the lowest I'm going is five oily cakes out of ten. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just it wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't nearly what I thought it was gonna no. be, and and it wasn't nearly as compelling no. as I thought. And it's crazy because this movie has like a ninety something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and I think it was nominated for like a few awards in 2019. Mm. And like, like I, I don't know, I don't yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. No, <laughs> I don't. It's and, and I feel bad, but I feel bad saying that because I really, really wanted to like this movie. I was mm-hmm. really like happy that, that you chose this movie because I was really looking forward to watching it and just drastically disappointed. Yeah. Well, that sucked. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, can't yeah. win them all. Nope. But what? I have a recommendation, though. Okay. Uh, so, Frank, tell me what what animated sitcom TV shows do you know? Animated TV sitcoms. Yes. I know Family Guy. Mm-hmm. I know South Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't know. I guess I, I really don't really watch that many animated, mm-hmm. so I'm not a. Um, so I I recently started picking back up the kind of like original to all of it, The Simpsons. I've never watched The Simpsons. Really? I've never seen. I've never watched a, an entire episode of The Simpsons ever. So I like. It's crazy because, like, as a kid, like, I used to watch, like, The Simpsons all the time. Like, every weekday on Fox, like, from 7 to 7.30, they would have an episode of The Simpsons on there. Mm. And I would always check that out. That was kind of, like, my, like, late night, like, winding down, like, TV show before I get ready to, like, pretend to go to bed. (laughs) Um, And and vigorously masturbate. Yes. (laughs) God, can't get enough. (laughs) No, I, um, so, like, I would watch that and... As I grew up more, I, I realized that, like, oh, man, like, you know, I'm making all these quotes from the movie or from the TV shows. And, like, there's not another show that I've watched where I quote so often than Simpsons references. It's also, like, isn't it, like, the longest running, like, television series, like, ever? Yeah, there's, I think, like, 30 seasons yeah, of it. It's crazy. And each season has, like, 24, 30 episodes. And it's still going today? Yep, still that's, going. That's crazy. Um, I refuse to watch, like, the newer Simpsons just because I feel like they've really run out of ideas. I mean, after, you know, 30 years or whatever it is, like, yeah. (laughs) Like, you've done everything else. But, like, for me, season two through season nine is where, like, Simpsons was, like, at its golden peak. Mm. And it's funny because, like, you you look at, like, who was part of it um, and you have basically, like, 20 people working on the show. Yeah. And they're all just coming up with, like, these jokes every single week. And as, like, time progressed, like, you know, some people left, some people got added in. But, like, that in-between of, like, season two and season nine, like, that was, like, the golden time. That was peak. That was peak Simpsons. Yeah, that was the good time. And, like, again, there's no other show that I've had where I quote so often. And now that it's on stuff, like on demand like where you can watch every season or like disney plus where you can watch every season i find myself just watching simpsons more and more because i'm like "Ah, you know what like this is fun yeah and then halfway through i'm like oh shit i know this joke coming up (laughs) (laughs) yeah i never uh i never watched a single episode i don't know why i just it's just one of those things that i never got into Um, i would i would recommend like season eight like you really don't have to like kind of go through right but like season eight is like the best season i think i remember i watched because i i used to watch family guy a lot mm. when i was younger and i remember like their crossover episode that was pretty fun yeah um yeah i, I would give it a shot mm. cool all right um next episode mm-hmm. i don't even know what the hell we're gonna title this episode <laughs> 
But uh, okay. basically, uh, I wanted I thought it would be fun to take every or any movie character that we could possibly think of, mm-hmm. and we get we get to choose five of them, and we get to make like our ultimate uh, team of heroes and or villains. Okay. So we get five. We get five characters, uh, and it's basically going to be our version of like the Justice League or whatever. The so m- kind of like a movie team up. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like I want this character for these, and then I want him and him and him and him, and that's going to be my crew to go out and fucking defeat whoever. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's my team. So um, I thought that would be pretty fun. So uh, look forward to that. Oh, Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank. I taste London in this cake.